Squally can hear us. Yes, sir. All right, uh, Greg Grubel and Mark Lyons upstairs. Thanks for coming on for a few moments. Wow. Uh, whether it's those tight ones decided by a field goal or less or going double overtime, you guys only know how to do it one way, it seems, pretty uh, in pretty dramatic fashion. What a year it's been for you. What do you think about this? Uh, the way these first seven games have unfolded for you, Squally? Uh, I just want to say uh, I, love these, I love these guys. They're a great group of guys. They come out and fight hard every week. And um, we just love each other up. And the way the season's been unfolding so far within these seven games, I think it's uh, I think it's been a blessing in disguise. You know, I, I know we lost three, but I think those three really brought us closer together. So, you know, you win some, you lose some, but tonight we got the win, and uh, we're going to enjoy it, and we're going to go uh, prepare for Boise State next week. Absolutely. You ended up with the highest yards per carry average on the team tonight. You had 11 yards and limited carries. Now, you've got 24 carries on the year, and what jumps out to me is that in your 24 carries, zero lost yards. You're the only guy of the top four ball carriers yet to lose a a yard whether or not you were mindful of that squally when you get the ball uh, you've done nothing but gain ground this year uh, how would you describe your running style and, and what does that number mean to you that i just shared with you well i didn't i didn't know that that's a interesting fact to know but um it's, it's it starts with the old line and then from the old line um i watched jamal and the things he does he falls forward and he's a strong hard runner so when he comes out my goal is to run just run similar to him but add in my own mix so i try to fall forward and I, I guess that's the result so that's 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 great to know i'll probably go ahead and tell my pops that <laughs> uh, you also show a lot of quickness as you hit into that line the offensive line always likes that because they don't have to hold their box so long but uh, do you uh, wait around for that opening or do you have that quick step that gets you into the opening once you go to the line I think it's a little bit of both. So during uh, practice weeks, um, uh, GA, Manasseh, he played here. Uh, I tell him I want to work on my patience, and he coaches me up on working my working on my patience. And then when I see the hole, it's one step and go, one cut and go. So I've been working every day and practice on that, and I guess it's finally paying off. And the great the O line is doing a great job of holding their blocks long enough for me to be able to read the hole. So it's just it's just a mixture of chemistry of us bonding and coming together, and that's the result. Squally, when you guys all got to the halftime locker room, I can't imagine there were too many happy people at that time. I'm sure you guys felt like you could do better than you'd been doing. Give, bring us back to halftime, how you guys kind of resettled yourselves and came back with more determination in the second half. Well, halftime is uh, is like as always is. Well, when, you, when you're down, it's different. But it, we, ca- we try to keep the same feeling and stay calm and cool under pressure. You know, we always tell ourselves we've been down before. We shoot against utah last year was down 35-0 or 35 or yeah something like that yeah, something yeah. crazy that's what it was but um we, we we remind ourselves we've been down before we can do this there's four quarters of football it's not just two quarters the game isn't one in the first half but um you know during halftime sataki brought us together and told everybody to do their job and that's exactly what we went out there and did in the second half yeah, the, I think that's an act. You were only down seven, but for some reason it seemed like it was a lot, you know. And uh, But tell me, that defense was pretty tough. Uh, how? What was the line talking about when they'd come off the line? Or your backs, when you were going into that line and not making a lot of yards, were you pl- making plans on how you could get better at that? I mean, from um, from what they were doing, what Mississippi State's defense were doing, it, I, they were loading the box. I wouldn't say yeah. necessarily loading the box, but they were blitzing a lot. So their whole objective was we're not going to give up the run game yeah, tonight. Right. So they were trying to force us to pass, but um, big shout-out to Coach Denver for uh, sticking with the run and, 
you notice we got the win when you stick with the run. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, they tried to stop the run. They did it. They did a good job. I give them that. But we stuck with it. And the changes we made at halftime was that we can't be dancing around in the backfield. We got to see it and go. And that's what I feel like we did a better job of that in the second half than in the first half. As you see, when Jamal came off the second half, his long run was for nine yards, and he exploded through the hole. And he he did a lot of that. Well, Jamal, uh, uh, sorry, Squally. Jamal tonight, as you know, became BYU's career rushing leader. Yep. What's it like to play with a guy that is number one in a, in a, at a school with a lot of great history? Man, that's 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 my brother right there, man. Today in the hotel, we were talking about it. That's the, probably the first time we ever talked about the record, which is I knew it was, I knew it was on his mind. You know, usually in the hotel, um, I tell him I go up I go upstairs with T. John and the O lineman and play Monopoly. I was like, yo, come play Monopoly with us. And he was like, no, nah, I got to get the record tonight. I got to be focused. I don't want to ruin any rituals. So going into the game tonight, he got the, he was, his mind was on was on the record. He got it, and I'm happy for him. And um, I, I, can't, I can't wait. You know, I'm going to take him out to dinner and, you know, love him up. I'm proud of that guy. And I, it's great to play with him. I'm great to have this opportunity. Well, he talks a lot about you. And, and in his big five-touchdown night, he said <laughs> his favorite touchdown was your touchdown. That's the kind of guy he is, I guess, right? Yeah, that's the type of guy he is. And I'm type of guy to, to say the same thing. My favorite touchdown that night of his was all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been uh, fun to see the improvement of the team come along, and uh, I wish you good luck at uh, Boise State. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was going to say, Squally, you guys have followed three straight losses with three straight wins. Uh, you never want to get too happy with yourselves, of course, but uh, you're in a good spot right now, right? Oh Yeah, we're in a great spot. We just got to keep this feeling of winning. I don't want to ever feel like feeling of losing again for the rest of the season. Hey, you going to the women's soccer game tomorrow night? Oh, yeah. You know, my girlfriend, Nadia Gomes, is going to be out there. So uh, everybody go to the soccer game tomorrow at 7, right? Or is it 7.30? 7 o'clock. You got it. 7 o'clock sharp. Be there at the soccer field. All right. Squally wants you there. BYU in Portland, 6.30 for the radio pregame and a 7 o'clock kick for BYU in Portland. Squally, nice talking to you. All right. Thank you, Greg. All right. That's Squally Canada. We will come back. We'll hear from a Dan Mullen, head coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs. His team falls to BYU tonight in double overtime, 28-21. This is the Legend Solar Cougar Locker Room Show.